0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds.
1: Well, first of all, in the past, we've done a really good job of milking shot clock when we get up like that. A lot of people don't understand it. Tonight's a great example of why you do it. I let them play. Should a clock manage better? Again, you know, you think with the veteran team, you'll be able to get good shots on goal. That wasn't the case tonight. You've got to get a lot better in, in so many areas.
0: With John Neighbors. Every time you put him back in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. You won't go in the shell. You won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 103.7 The Buzz.
2: One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Chris Kane, Todd Pierce broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. So we'll continue to get to your reactions. 501-661-1037 is that number to call or text in after us in the Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback after me on Twitter at Buzz John as well as Chris Kane 007 mm-hmm. and Todd Pierce 1 but uh, it's been great so far talking a lot about uh, some of the things happening in Arkansas Portal and football and old times and quarterbacks and just naming <laughs> basketball dudes. too. Yeah, we've just
3: been naming dudes. Just dudes. You name you named a couple in the break earlier like Keon Hatcher. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Keon Hatcher. Yeah. Keon Hatcher. And then mm. you named another. Who was the other one? Uh, Jerry Cornelius. Oh, I got one for you. Javante Herndon.
2: Mm. Oh
3: yeah. Don't ever want to bring up Julian Horton though.
2: Number two. Scoop and score.
3: Scoop and score. Mm-hmm. Who was the D lineman though? Who was right there too? There
2: was a D-lineman that I... On the scoop and score play? Yeah. Was it... I think there was... was I, know it, I know it was blocked by Colton Miles Nash.
3: Colton Miles, that's him! Yeah. Yes! I believe yes, he was the one that Miles blocked Nash. it. Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah, we're really going down, a, <laughs> down to some just d- name and deep dude. cuts yeah. here for Razorback
4: Sports. Hey, hey, talk about a rabbit hole. I yeah. know.
2: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah.
3: You know, just sit around. And, I mean, Of course, you always see the memes. It's like, guys can just sit around for hours and just name people and be like, Oh, remember oh, this yeah. guy? Oh, yeah. Remember that guy? And... and you know, you go home, your wife or girlfriend
2: asks, hey, so what'd y'all do? Oh, just just name guys. You just name guys. Yeah. That's like my favorite game to play is like naming uh, mid-2000 SEC basketball players that just like randomly come to mind. Like, you know, uh, Rob Chubb from Auburn. You know, or uh, Cindyotta Gaines from Georgia. Oh, Just like the random Tennessee, name.
3: Who's the Tennessee player? Chris Lofton. Bradley,
2: Bradley? Bradley's record? Is that Lofton or is it Yeah, it's Chris, it Chris Lofton. Okay. Jody Meeks. Jody Ken- Meeks,
3: Kentucky. He's Kentucky, yes, yes. Jody
1: Meeks
2: uh, had the record for most points scored in Bud Walton history until Rodney Clark ended up breaking that record. Oh, yes. So... Or 51, I believe, is what he went through. So, yeah, yeah, just that's the fun stuff that, you know, us dudes do We sometimes. just name dudes. Just name guys. Guys naming dudes. That's all it is. Such a great game. That's all it is. But yeah. uh, let's go ahead, since we got a lot to get to here in this hour. Uh, we have some highlights, lowlights. So let's do best and worst of the weekend. It was the best of times.
0: In your life have you seen anything like that? It was the worst of times. That's we got screwed. Third down. It's time for the best and worst of the weekend on Out of Bounds. All
2: right. It is time for best and worst of the weekend, and if you don't know how it's done, basically you can have as many bests and as many worst as you possibly want. It doesn't really matter. There's no rules. Just kind of blurt it out, whatever you want to say. But I will go ahead and lead off with the best of the weekend, and uh, there's a few of those things, but... I will say in the NFL slate, which here was some... Again, it's always depending on which game you look at and how if it was a great game or not. But uh, I will say, though, that the best of the weekend to me was the Detroit Lions because I was someone who felt like... I think I picked the Broncos last week. And because the Broncos and the way they've been playing, it seems like they've kind of figured some things out. and uh, You know, the Lions... Nothing against the Lions, but they're still the Lions. And I felt like well, maybe at some point the Lions are going to be the Lions once again. And I was completely and totally wrong. The Lions absolutely destroyed the Broncos, 42-17. They're sitting at 10-4. Dan Campbell's awesome. The guy that's just so easy to root for. And, I mean, you got to give credit where credit is due. They were able to stop a pretty hot Denver team. And even be leading 21 nothing at halftime and didn't really look back. So the Detroit Lions gets the best for me uh, to start this off. Chris, how about you? Best of the weekend.
3: Tiger Woods playing yes. in the PNC Championship with his daughter Sam, caddying, and his son Charlie playing with him. And seeing the killer on the course that we saw for two decades be father on the course... Pretty darn cool. That was, was my cool. best of the weekend.
2: That was pretty cool. And them sharing all those moments to yeah, yeah. I mean, and then seeing also John Daly. Yes, of John course, John Daly Junior. And then the picture Lil they all, all four of them. Oh man, all together. My so amazing, iconic, absolutely I mean, iconic. Think
3: of think of Tiger and and Daly in their heyday and what they were doing, and now seeing them be like the supportive parents. It's just it's incredible. It's it's something you go. I never would have imagined it back then, just knowing what they were – now knowing, especially Tiger, you knew yes. what John was doing. But now seeing them be supportive parental you know, figures in their lives and active on the golf course is amazing. It's awesome. It's cool. Todd?
4: I'm going to go back to the NFL for my best. And uh, I know it wasn't necessarily the greatest performance you've seen from the Kansas City Chiefs, but they went into a situation in New England where they needed a win. Oh, yeah. And got one. Mm-hmm. Um Patrick Mahomes was Patrick Mahomes for a couple of moments, so that that certainly helped. No Isaiah Pacheco, a defense that was good against the run. Um, so, they, yeah, there were obstacles there, They and they come out with a win. So, I, you know, as a Chiefs fan, I'm, I'm glad to see it and uh, uh, looking forward to uh, the game Monday night.
2: They, I'm just going to tell you right now – Patrick Mahomes is probably going to choke out Candarius Tony at some point in time. Mm-hmm. That guy, man, it's just like it's not even just. I hey, have some plays here and there, like it's like your bad plays are the worst plays, and him like hitting the hands with the ball, dropping it, and then it ends up being an interception. And to be
4: honest, I think that was a lot of the frustration that got borne out towards the referees last week. I believe it definitely. I believe it. It was hey.
3: Shift your anger in the right direction.
4: Exactly. Well, mm-hmm. he wound up scratching out a $50,000 check because he couldn't aim yeah. his anger in that's the yes. right
2: direction. Yeah, that's the problem. I'll say another best, too. Uh, I meant to bring this up since we got pushed behind. We'll get also get to what's trending in the world of sports. But shout out to Harding. How about that? The in-state team going out. There you go. Yeah, get you some one of these four bells that's in here. Give me there this basil go. bell over Yeah, here. there you here go. go. Uh, but shout out to the Harding Bison for going out there and winning its first-ever D2 national championship, by a final score of 38-7 to 7 by defeating, I love this school name, Colorado School of Mimes. That's right. Or so, as Bill called them, Colorado School of Mimes. Yeah, it's it's a quite the mascot name, but still, they were able to take care of business, go undefeated, and really not look back and look really dominant. So anytime that you have championships won in the state, it's awesome, but especially for a place like Harding Church of Christ, stand up because they were able to have a great year, great season, national championship. Guys at the Zone, I know, uh, were there in Searcy, but very much to celebrate there in the city of Searcy for that national championship. Dominant, too. Yeah, That was the coolest part. When Harding tied the
4: game at 7-7, I was like, okay, this is going to be a four-quarter heavyweight title fight, and then Harding just took it to him from there, and by the time it was done, I was just like, wow. Yeah. I mean, over 500 yards of rushing in that game, over 6,000 for the season. I haven't seen a running game like that since mid '90s Nebraska. Yeah, and no one
3: has ever run for that. That's right. the most amazing yeah. part. 6,000. Six thousand first NCAA, NCAA
2: team ever to rush for six thousand yards
3: at any level. Yeah.
2: That's ridiculous. Yeah, like so, you know, most correct. teams would love to just have six thousand yards in general. That's right, man. Have...
3: Well. Most of theirs rushing.
2: was that. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, they. I, I don't know their total passing on the season, but uh, it wasn't a lot.
2: No. And it, that's okay. It, you know, don't it, need it wor- to. It worked out. It worked out well for them. So, that's exciting for them. Uh, any other best before we move on to worst from you guys? Uh, any highlights there, too? That's my best. Okay. All right. So, worst of the weekend. I I, I always have more worst than the weekend because it's always that way. But I will say that I'm going to look at the Jets just because now, officially, since they've been eliminated from the playoffs, they own the longest droughts of playoff years of lacking a playoff appearance in all professional sports. Every other team, and professional sports, including, and above, including the Jaguars yep. and many other, yep. like the Browns, yep. yep. NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, all those other teams have made the playoffs in every single league since the Jets lasted in 2010. So congratulations jets this that just sums it up. I was like hey, you can't coach that type of consistency though I mean that's stuff that's just you you got to be born with it, and the Jets are born with it, but yeah, not, worst of the weekend, the, not in the way you want them to be. no, yeah. no, but still pretty bad and sign just the worst of the weekend. I guess it's worst of the decade and a half is what I probably should have put on it, but that's my worst
1: uh
3: worst of the weekend I got to give it to." I want to give it to, you know, the team I root for, the Jaguars, but I knew they were going to lose. I actually thought the Bears were going to win this past weekend. The Bears had a chance to win at the end of the game. There's a Hail Mary. It gets batted down into the arms of one of their receivers, into his chest, I should say, and he falls down, and his momentum carried him down, and it kicked the ball up, and I think it was picked off, and so the Bears find another way to lose, even when you think, oh, it's falling. The victory is falling into your arms when it shouldn't be. Yep. And it popped out, mm. and the, there they go. They lost again. But you know what? At this point, if you're the Bears, you you just got to tank. You got to angle for the draft picks. You already got the the Panthers' draft picks. so maybe that isn't the worst of the weekend because now they're just keeping their top five draft position alive. So there we go. Are they gonna
2: take? Are they gonna take a quarterback? That's the kind kind of the ultimate question for them.
3: Well, you know, we were talking with Joe about it the other day, and he thought it might like if the Steelers were ready to move off picket, they could trade for Fields, and yeah. uh, you know, probably trade. Can he pick it as an insurance or something like that over there? Or maybe get Mitch Trubisky back over. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, I, th- I think that you
2: know, they might be ready. But I don't think Justin Fields is the this is the main problem over there. I think it's no. collective. No, and this, the fact that they're also going to be starting Mason Rudolph officially this weekend for the Steelers yeah. kind of tells you a little bit too. So. Definitely.
4: Yeah, Todd, what about you? I don't know that I can necessarily call it a worst. I only call it in the worst. Uh, call it the worst of the weekend because it was a loss to Texas. But my Nebraska volleyball team mm. losing a national championship to Texas and just the, the, the it right that's involved with losing to Texas anytime, that uh, I'm not a fan of that, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Yeah, it ain't right. It
2: ain't right is what it is. But,
4: yeah, I will throw in another worst
2: uh, as well. And I'm not hitting that, hit, blaming anybody. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings or anything like that. But the fact that the lighting situation there in Simmons Bank Arena for that game – And the start of that was, that was, uh, you just can't have it, man. Like, you can't have it to where you can't get the lights on. And, again, I don't know if it was anyone at fault or if it was just a malfunction and just an accident. I'm not saying that. But it's more me bringing it up because all that does is fuel fire to people who are very anti-Central Arkansas games being here and for Arkansas Razorbacks. They just fueled that fire. Like, ah, see, that's why I don't play games in Little Rock, blah, 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 or whatever. And I was like, "I, I hate that. And I hate that it had to be something like that. And it just kind of really gets old at, at the end of the for day. For the record, where do you stand on basketball game in Little Rock? I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. In fact, I love it. I love having games for baseball and basketball okay. here in Little Rock. Because there's a lot of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's, there's yeah. a lot of them, and the crowd is always packing it out no matter what. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't have any issue is the with it. the one that you think
3: should move back up there. Well,
2: the football is the one that just is, is much more crucial in having it in Fayetteville because of recruiting weekends that you can have, because of the amount of money that comes in from one game and losing one game to the university. Things like that, it's where... I just feel like in this modern day of college football, those are the things that you like are so important to having any sort of success. Okay, I'm not going to get in
3: a stadium debate. I was just clarifying. Yes, yes. yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm not trying to derail. We your don't show. want to go there. I know. I, I it was more of just uh, that's why I'm not asking any. Problem.
2: Yeah, Gosh. just I,
3: I just wanted to make sure we we had you know I just went on the record because I, yes. I
2: I know you've been, you, you've talked about it plenty on your show. Oh yeah. So uh, it's more of just uh, you're cool with basketball and baseball. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah. In fact, uh, if there was a way, and I don't know how they would do it, but you know, baseball especially, but if there's a way to go to different parts of the state, even besides central Arkansas, you know, if there was a ballpark that they could play, and I think it'd be kind of cool. You know, maybe do a, uh, like a tour of the state type deal. You know, go to Pine Bluff, to go to... You know, great like baseball Fort, town, Fort Smith. Yeah. Like I don't know, just something. I don't even know if they've had the facilities to make it happen, but just something like that, I think would be kind of cool.
4: And if, yeah, I mean, especially like with baseball, if they're going to play the in-state schools, why not play a weekend series in Jonesboro? Yeah. Why not play a weekend series in Pine Bluff? Yeah. I mean, you have, they have the facilities; they may as well use them. Yeah. Well,
3: and you've got a coach who has been pretty open about being flexible and 100%. doing stuff like that, so that helps. Also.
2: Because Hot Springs also has a huge baseball trip, majestic like, park, oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. So that would Historical, be a great yeah. that would be a great spot for it too. So yeah, I'd I'd be all in favor of that. But yeah, it's just people on social media, you know how it gets. They're just always like, ah, I'm going to find some reason to get mad and upset, and you know, use it as an excuse, even though I'm not at the game. I'm not going to go to those games, and I'll go to any games, but this game, I'm going to just go ahead and and uh, be upset about. But uh, yeah, that was best and worst of the weekend. And, man, we got a lot of people here on our Gangster Museum of America Life fan feedback. Some of them I can read, some of them I cannot, but choose how it goes. Uh, Lee says Since it's baseball season, are the Cubs going to do anything this offseason? Todd, I would not sign Bellinger for what he is wanting. If the Yamamoto kid is with the Dodgers, then the MLB is totally flawed. This arbitration thing, the rich get richer. Chris, how about John Daly? Yes. Finish tied for fifth, and him and John, too. John the yeah. second won two years in a row. Uh, yeah, that's two years ago. Yeah, they won. Oh, two years ago. Sorry, nice. two years ago. No, thought that they always play well in this
3: in this tournament together. I, yeah, and I love seeing John do well. I always want John to do well. It's just after Tiger's near death experience. I think it was just nice to
2: see. Him <laughs> nice to back. see him back too. Uh,
3: yeah, it was more circumstantial. I think for Tiger being back out there because. At one point after that accident a couple of years ago, we just thought, oh, is he ever going to be able to
2: be an active participant again? And here he is.
4: Yeah. Is he going to be able to function on a daily basis, yeah. let alone play golf again? Yeah.
2: yeah. But here he is, keep, keep doing his thing. So he's bionic. I'm
4: telling you. I'm telling you. And about your Cubs Todd uh i would tend to agree with uh trying to see if you can get bellinger a little cheaper um i'm not really fully versed on the yamamoto deal so i'm not sure how that's gonna go but um i think the uh move to get craig council at manager has helped to energize the fan base a little bit um so they're looking maybe to carry that momentum into some free agency moves and i i'd like to see that happen i don't know what those moves will be but um they they seem to be keying on Bellinger right now, so we'll see how that plays out. Also, uh, let's see. We've got from John. To John.
2: Me. John, I never thought I'd type these words, but Devo and Tre- Trevin Brazil are killing the basketball team. Key on Minifield, your point guard. Put Graham in the lineup and make TB earn his way back into the lineup. He is a non-factor right now. Well, not again making excuses because he has not played well, but he's also dealing with the injury that he had to where they weren't too sure about the high ankle sprain and how impactful it'll be. I'm not saying that that's the main excuse or the main reason, but I think that is a factor to play into it. But you're right. It's like it's it's the, There's nobody on the team right now, individually, that you're just like, oh, man, this is the guy, and this, is, this guy's been consistent. We've been able to count on him. There's none of that. Like Jalen Graham played really well. Yes, he did. That was awesome, but he didn't, you no, know, Brazil's hasn't done anything star.
3: else. Well, Brazil is always is being seen as the star of yeah. the team. Devo's the the rock of the team, right? But there have been inconsistencies that have people frustrated, including mm. must obviously.
2: Yes, um, very, very frustrating. <laughs> yeah, about.
3: no, I think that's looking for that consistency has been the biggest challenge for this team so far. And you've got some newcomers coming in who have a great deal of experience, which is great, and we love seeing that. Better than trying to bring out even talented, still three freshmen along into a system like this, but. Yeah, I think that people are expecting a lot from Brazil and him being injured last year. It's like, okay, you're healthy now. Well, he was before that last injury. So, how are they going to get a consistent play out of him? Yeah, because that's the expectation. Hey, you should
2: be a double double guy every night. Yes, you got to have someone to count on. Like, you know, Arkansas had Moses Moody to count on every night. They had J D. Notte to count on every single night last year. You didn't really have that guy because you know a lot of times those injuries were plagued. But still, you need somebody that you can at least say, hey. No matter what happens, this guy is going to go out and get his 15 points. He needs somebody to help you out with that. But I will say Keon Minifield, you got to see a little bit of his explosiveness. He had an offensive rebound in this game. The only reason I bring it up is because something that Mus has really been hammering. He had one offensive rebound. He has just as many offensive rebounds combined that Tremont Mark and Caleb Battle have this year, which is one. So, just uh, keep that in mind. <laughs> is that or, is that why
3: Musk was talking about it uh, the other day? Uh huh. Like if you if he and Bob Holt were out there, they could get an offensive yep. rebound because.
2: <laughs> yep. That's why. That is exactly why he was doing it, and that's exactly why he was saying it that way. I
3: would love to see Bob Holt
2: get a rebound. I don't I know. Gotta ya, I got to tell you, I would love to see it until I it happens. See it. I just want to see Bob Holt get one rebound, one offensive rebound. And then I feel bad about it because he probably breaks something. No, nope. we love Bob. Just hold on to it. You don't have to. Bob move. will box you out. Look out. Doesn't have to move. I just want to see one. He'll talk your ear off to make you leave, that's and then exactly that's how right. we get the rebound there too. And then he'll tell you about the Detroit Tigers from 1964. That's Bob. That's why we love Bob. All right. So also, let's uh, before we take a break, get into what's trending in the world of sports. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas'
0: Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at
2: westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the world of sports? few things going on. This was sad news to see. Uh, happening this morning. But uh, North Carolina basketball legend Eric Montross uh, dies at the age of 52. Uh, He had cancer treatment that was beginning back in March, but he died this past Sunday, his family announced. And uh, he's definitely, we talk about icons and legends in the North Carolina basketball family, which is a lot of success. And to be considered one of the legends in that sport and in that school is extremely, extremely Uh, Awesome. He was one of those guys that was able to accomplish so much, and also did radio for him for many years too. So, just sad to see, and especially had it being so such a quick thing from March here to December. Yeah, I mean that that's that's, it's just unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. But, uh, came was played at UNC from 1990 to 1994 who's the starting center when they won the 1993 National Championship, first-team All-ACC selection, and two-time Associated Press, second-team All-American. So, yeah, very sad news to wake up to this morning. Uh, but also, on a lighter note, uh, as we mentioned, Mason Rudolph is going to be starting for the Pittsburgh Steelers and their game against the Bengals coming up. So hopefully no helmets get you know cracked across his head. Let's hope that's the case. Uh, also, uh, the Vikings are going to be starting Nick Mullins against the Detroit Lions, so you have that going for you. That's great. I was a little bit disappointed to see Steph Curry's uh, three-point streak come to an end in the regular season. 268 straight regular season games he was able to hit a three-pointer, but that came to an end, so it's over for him. He's washed. I can't believe that... Ha- I thought that would never end. I mean, he's just... He's that good. He's that good, yeah. But unfortunately, it did. I i didn't realize just how further uh, he was above the guy who's in second. Like... Oh, it's insane. Not just second. If you combine
3: four through five, they don't even match his number. Number. If you match, if you take numbers two through five and go, okay, combine all their streaks together, it doesn't match
2: his single streak. That's yeah. that's how good he is. That's insane. I was really disappointed when the Razorback team streak came to an end. But... Again,
3: didn't they, that was another one I was like, well, this, is, who was it? It's Hutch. Hutch would tweet it out yep. every game, and I'd go, okay, this is going to be the ongoing gag, and when that didn't happen, that was...
2: It was and it was, muss, too. it was a must too yeah, was a must team Yeah, it was the team that went to the elite eight wow, and it was uh, Jalen williams j d note team and I remember after the game was against a non conference team, you could tell muss did not give two rips about that streak because he got asked about it. the fans were talking about it. he's like we I, it does not even phase me doesn't i do not care God. so that's that's pretty on brand for him though too, and also we know transfer portal stuff in madness is crazy, but How about uh, the USC quarterback, Malachi Nelson, has officially entered into the transfer portal, and he is the number one recruit of the 2023 class. So the fact that he was the number one guy out of last year's class, now he's entered into the portal, especially with a Lincoln Riley coach team, even though Caleb Williams is leaving. Looks like he's not going to be the guy moving forward, and I'm sure he's going to have other people coming to seek him out. But he was originally committed to Oklahoma when Lincoln Riley was there, but obviously left and went to USC. So... Ricky Town 2.0, maybe. <laughs> Bring him in. Remember that name? How about another deep cut for that? That was a good one, yes. Ricky Town. Yeah, don't need to go down that route either. But there you have it. There's what's trending in the world of sports presented by West Rock Coffee. We're going to take another break. When we come back, uh, we'll continue on to hear from you as far as your phone calls and text messages go. 501-661-1037. Get have to in the Gangster Museum of America, live fan feedback. after me on Twitter, Buzz John Neighbors. And we got a lot more of Out of Bounds coming up next, so stay with us.
5: The average guy movie review thursdays in the zone with me justin acree and wes moore presented by rock and roll sushi our friends from rock and roll sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on tv the
2: big screen netflix or wherever you get your entertainment it's presented by rock and roll sushi deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that will blow your mind rock and roll sushi.com
0: this is sports center
6: in the NFL over the weekend, the Cowboys lost to the Bills 31-10 despite Josh Allen throwing for just 94 yards. The Bills' rushing attack was dominant, going for 266 yards on 5.4 yards a carry. The attack was led by James Cook, who had 179 rushing yards on 25 carries. This loss put the Niners up a game on the Cowboys in the NFC as they won their matchup with the Cardinals on Sunday, 45-29. And tonight in the NFL on Monday Night Football, the Eagles will travel to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. Kickoff for that game is set for 7:15. TV coverage will be on ABC or ESPN. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's Howie at
1: Robert Owen Jewelers, and this year we've got a great gift idea for anybody's budget. Flexi Diamond Bangle Bracelets are the perfect fit for any occasion. Bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices, now with two locations open in Little Rock or online at rijewelers.com. Hey, this is Mitch at Red River Ram, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer, and I've never been so happy as to introduce the wrap-up the end-of-the-year sales event. Folks, we've got 20% off. 23 brand new Ram heavy duties, never been seen before. That's up to $18,000 off sticker. And you have ton buyers, we've got 24 model Ram 1500s at $15,000 off. Make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs or check us out online at redriverram.com. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with uv stability for all your outside projects when you call you'll talk with a professional interested in your project not a voicemail don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year transform your patio porch or pool deck and call the real pros at southern floor coating 501-402-4912
5: or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com this is the pigskin preacher bringing you the word A recent headline in the Washington Post jumped off the page. A plane fueled by fat and sugar has crossed the Atlantic Ocean. At first, I thought this meant those passengers shared my affinity for non-healthy snacks. But it was actually about the sustainable aviation fuel made from things like corn, animal fat, algae, municipal trash, and sewage. (laughs) Okay. There are at least a few of us, though, that would just as soon use regular jet fuel and not fry the friendly skies until they actually figure this out. When you walk into a Double B's location, you'll always be greeted with a welcome to Double B's. We are an Arkansas company serving Arkansans, with 34 locations across the natural state. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's.
6: Real estate issue, business or civil dispute, hire the Lions. There's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal Lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring to the rescue.
1: Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who
6: calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. Guadney Chevrolet is Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. They've been in business 60-plus years with an award-winning sales and service staff. Give them a call at 501-982-2102 or shop them online at guadagnichevrolet.com at guadneychevrolet.com you can check out their inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles you can even appraise a vehicle on guadneychevrolet.com see just how much your vehicle is worth guadney chevrolet is giving thousands over book value on trade-ins and also you can sell a vehicle to guadney chevrolet check out the new suburbans and tahos along with silverado blazer equinox and my favorite malibu guadney chevrolet also has convenient saturday service hours From 7 a.m. till noon. So if you need to get a vehicle service, contact Guadney Chevrolet for that as well. Guadney Chevrolet is located off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com.
0: Same great deals, all new location for Hog's Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hog's Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Trips left. That's into the open side of the field. Got a new running back in the game. They throw it short and it's intercepted. Inside the 25. That's going to be a touchdown. Arkansas picks it off. That is Antonio Greer. Transfer from South Florida. First action of the season into the end zone. Hogs are on the board. On 103.7 The Buzz. The Buzz. Out of
2: bounds here on a reaction Monday presented by Fleet Management Services. As uh, we got Chris Kane here in the Hogsmeade Market Studios, as well as Todd Pierce from John Neighbors, and getting you ready for uh, the week I guess the week before Christmas, technically. So, man, it's amazing how f- far and how fast this year has flown by. 2023 is about to be over. You got any travel pl- uh, plans? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there you go. Staying like travels in like local travel or travels in like you're going far away. No, I, I'm
3: I'm gonna I'm gonna go down and see mom. Okay, uh, gonna go see mom and uh, actually sent my my family off um this morning on a one way and I'm gonna drive down and meet them later this month. So yeah, okay. I'm uh I plan on hunting a lot this week now that my wife and kids are out of town and uh, that's nice. Yeah, so and just you know eating a lot of single man hungry man meals or something like that. You know, TV dinners. TV batching dinners, it up the rest yeah. of the week yeah oh yeah thing with
2: like two thousand milligrams of sodium oh man that's type yes. of stuff give me that yeah feeling yeah. dehydrated later like you wake up you're all like you know just said weird. hungry man
3: and i don't know why i said it. i haven't eaten a hungry man meal in yeah. in
2: maybe over a two decades a that's, decade and a half probably I don't even remember if i ever had i think I, I know i've had tv dinners but i don't know if it was ever hungry man hb who works here headband he has Hunger Man all the time. Really? Oh yeah. Oh man, maybe I should start because he's in great shape. Now I should probably work out like he does. That's, a, I, think that, that's I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. think it's just because he eats Hungry no, Man. No, no, you're just, probably right. You're yeah, right it gets yeah. to that point. But yeah, yeah but that's the plan. How okay. about you? I mean, I'm going up to Fayetteville, uh, where the fam's at, and hanging out up there, and uh, you know, bringing in the Christmas. It's it's weird having Christmas on a Monday. You know, it kind of. No, it kind of throws things off a little bit. Yeah, but it makes a nice like. holiday weekend, you know, extended holiday weekend. Oh yeah, because nothing's worse than having Christmas on like a Wednesday, because then it's like okay, I don't know, it kind of breaks up the week a little bit, don't you think? It does, but then you can't really make like any full-on extended plans where it's like, okay, I can get this. You don't get a stretch of off days if
3: you have a holiday on a weekend, though. Then it throws it off because to me, because it's like then you just don't you don't get to
2: take an extra day. You know, there's no opportunity for that. Yes, that's true. I like, think I I feel like having it Christmas Eve on Thursday, Christmas Day Friday. Okay, well, yes. Let's, and then let's like, go that's with the perfect the, scenario that's the there. best Josh. scenario. Yes, yes. That's the best. If only it was like that every year, just like that's Thanksgiving.
3: Right. Yes. But that's we right. can't we can't just say Jesus's birthday changes every year. We, we, yeah, we can't all be winners. Yeah, we can't just say, you know, Jesus's birthday no matter what is going to be the th- the Friday I don't think that the works. last Friday of of December every year. Yeah, no. not going to work.
2: Well, okay. Although I do I still will, you well, know, Stand my ground on my take that most holidays, major holidays, should be a day of the week and not of the day of the year. And the Super Bowl should uh Monday after the Super Bowl yes. should be a holiday. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But yeah, Christmas is the exception to that rule. But hey, Halloween should just be the final Saturday of October or Friday of October, you know, whatever. Should be that. What about 4th of July, John? Huh? 4th of July is an exception. Thank you. That's like, you know, days that are like, that day <laughs> means something. But, Iconic days can stay, but right. you're saying like feasts of. Like yeah, like the, th- Thanksgiving's like, a Thursday, and we know it, and it's great, because it's like no matter what happens, we yeah, know that. It's
3: a celebration. It's a, it's a It's yeah. not like a specific day we look back on in time and say, this happened on this day.
2: That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Valentine's Day, say what you want about it, but I think Valentine's Day should also be a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Like you know, whatever St. Patrick's Day, you know, take it or leave you know. As far as the day of the week, I'm not going to fight that battle. I'm just saying that you're saying certain it should holidays. be on a Friday, Friday or Saturday. Yeah, okay, like because Labor Day and Memorial Day are on Mondays, so they got enough there. We need some Friday holidays. Okay, use as your platform when you run for president one day. I'm sure, I'll win. There you go. Based on and that,
3: alone. free sodas and free free can, uh, you know dessert at lunch, yeah, sure. whatever it used to be done. Sure back everyone's going to vote back in for your, me. Back in your school days, where you had no walls, John neighbors. Oh yeah, gotta <laughs> <laughs> told you about that. back in your school that. days, and you know what's funny? I, it, hearing feedback on live fan feedback that day, and on our text line. Of other people saying, like, yeah, my school growing up, there were no walls either. It really opened my eyes. I had no idea that was a thing until you talked about it. And other people came out and said, no, Mm -hmm. that
2: was a thing. Once upon a time, schools with no walls, John. Schools with no walls. Yes. And I guess the only, yeah, the cafeteria is the only thing that actually had the wall. And the offices, like for the teachers. But yeah, or for the principal and all that. But yeah, no walls or anything. Had the cubby desks. You know, with the chairs that were separate from it. But you could see sixth graders, like, across the oh, way. yeah. yeah.
3: so weird. Like, still. we could go we to l- get over it.
2: Like, the classrooms, you go to the library, and the teacher, you say, hey, can I go to the library and get out a book? Okay, take the library pass. And she could just, like, put her tippy-toes up and see over the, uh, the like, bookshelf and see if you're still over there. That's crazy. I know. Yeah. There's no privacy anymore. No privacy there. Uh, let's see. A few other headlines, too. Wanted to uh, throw in, uh, not surprising, but Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner for LSU, he is going to be skipping... The bowl game. Are we we over that? Are we over that as a society? I am. I've I've been over it. Do you think
3: collectively people have just moved on from that, like because trying to die on that hill? Yeah. Yeah. Because another thing too, we don't see anyone skipping a playoff. No. And 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 with the expansion of the playoffs, it'll get interesting, right? Yep. Yep. Because then all of a sudden you're going to get guys who would skip, and now all
2: of a sudden they're like, "Well, we got a playoff. Let's go." I'd even say that you don't. See many players skipping New Year's. Six bowl games, even.
6: Hmm.
2: I mean, there have been maybe some on occasion, but, like, I remember, like, Matt Corral, for instance, when he was with Ole Miss and he went and then he got hurt in the bowl game. right. But, you know, people were talking about him not playing or shouldn't play, but he's like, no, I'm going to play. So I think every team's different. If it's a team that's, like, not been to that point or it's been a long time and it means a lot, you know, they may stay. But if it's Alabama or Georgia going to – the Peach Bowl. That's not a playoff game. Then, yeah, you're probably going to have some guys that it's like, Yeah, I won championships last year. It's, it's ain't doing anything for me. Yeah. So,
3: well, and especially, I think I do think collectively, I don't see as many disgruntled people or as many people say that they're upset by it, or, or you know, yeah. not I wouldn't want to say offended, but just how they 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 look down on players that skip, like we right. saw. Early on, there was a pretty good contention to college football fans who thought, well, that's ridiculous. You're quitting on your teammates. You're quitting on this. And now I think, now that the curtain of economics has been pulled back in college football, and and obviously, you know, everything's public and pro, but I think now you're seeing everyone kind of understand, like, well, okay, generational wealth, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand why you want to protect that. Yes. And the, like, what's the upside of playing in the bowl game compared to... The downside of playing in the well, bowl game. Well, remember what it was?
3: It was you're finishing the season with yes, your
2: teammates. Great, you're 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 committed to
3: the universe. Well, now you see all that is kind of pushed aside. Is as, no, everybody
2: understands what it is. I think my my rule has been, and then this is kind of what I've developed, and this I think has also helped me with because I was one of those guys that always you know ah you needed to play every time, but I look at it as okay, if his if that particular player's teammates are good with it, if the coaching staff is good with it. Then I'm good with it. Like, because that to me would be the guys that if they took issue with it or they felt like you were quitting on them or you felt like you weren't, you know, being a part of it, then yeah, okay, I could see me having an issue too because those are the ones that matter because they're playing with them. They've known them. They've been their teammate and, and, you know, all that. But if the team and the coaches are fine with it, I'm going to be fine with it. That's how I look at it. I'd love to talk with a college coach, maybe a former college coach, who
3: was really transparent about this because. Now you see some of these coaching contracts and some of these incentives for winning bowl games. Yeah. And if you're sitting there as a college coach and you've got a star player who's on the fence about it and you're looking at a 100000 dollar bonus incentive to win that game like we just saw in yep. a couple of these contracts, how do you go about that? You know, as a, from, from the standpoint of, oh, wow, this is great for me, but also don't want to risk them. I'm curious. I would love a former college coach maybe they're a little more transparent than one no. that's currently in it but that's
2: an interesting position to, for a coach to be in because yeah, I don't even think that I don't know I don't think that coaches should get signed to bonuses or also be held against them if they lose or win a bowl game like it's, it's what's that do for you really I mean maybe it's the difference between losing season winning season but I don't know I'm I, the bowl games are fine I just don't really care that much about them but we got more out of bounds coming up next which you should care about so stay with us Hey, Penny.
6: Oh, what's up, Santa?
2: This old sleigh is worn out.
6: We got you, Santa. Guadney Buick GMC is hosting the 12 Deals of Christmas.
0: It's
1: Guadney Buick GMC's 12 Deals of Christmas, featuring a mix of new and pre-owned vehicles with special Christmas pricing. 2023 Buick Encore starting at just 22.9. 2023 GMC Sierras, up to 13000 off. 2023
0: Acadia and Enclave, with up to 8000 off. Uh, but what about the interest rate? Great penny.
6: Don't worry, Santa. Select Buicks and Terrains are just 1.9%. <laughs>
0: Wadney Buick GMC is doing 1.9%? Those other dealers are going on my naughty list. <laughs> Call 501 945
1: 4444 or visit 5700 Landers Road, North Little Rock, next to Sands. Wadney Buick GMC.com. GMC. We are professional grade. Dog numbers 19250 All offers with approved credit. Brewski's New Year's Eve 2024 party is right around the corner. You can skip the line to get in, have your very own spot to party with personal security, and have a waitress making sure your party is the best New Year's Eve ever. J.J. Wilson, the DJ, is back again, so you know it's going to be packed. Lock in your VIP section for New Year's Eve today. Visit us online at Brewski'shubandgrub.com. That's New Year's Eve. Reserve your spot and your party. Brewski'shubandgrub.com. Brewski's, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. A new steel chainsaw, blower, or weed eater makes the perfect holiday gift. Henard Foothills Equipment has steel products in stock ready to go. Henard Foothills Equipment in Cersei, your hometown dealer no matter where you live. 501-268-1987.
5: Today is the day. After countless hours of research, cutting back expenses, and nine months of anxiously waiting for her, today is the day you finally bring home your new car. It's also the day to protect her with an auto policy from Shelter Insurance. Our policies are competitively priced and include new car replacement coverage if anything were to happen to your new baby.
0: See Dan Cook in North Little Rock, Steve Fisher in Stuttgart, or Jay Vandover in Little Rock.
1: RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and What's going on with their businesses? And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And, Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and check account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
6: Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieDsPianoBar.com. Gonna get your Willie on.
0: Fire up the grill this summer with the highest quality of meats from Hogs Meat Market and their new location off JFK Boulevard in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Long count by Jefferson. Gives it right side green. Angles right. Got a hole across midfield. A.J. at the 40 down the sidelines at the 30. He's got a chance to go. He's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. 55 yards for A.J. Green. They had a chance to trip him upside the 10 or trip him up just inside the 10. They couldn't do it. And Green is into the end zone for his first touchdown of the season. On 103.7 The Buzz.
2: Folks, and I got a big and very important question to ask all of you. How many guns does a man need? Well, Max Prairie Wings, the answer is just one more. And right now, Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart is the place to go for just that one more gun. They're featuring up to $200 off select in stock Browning shotguns and rifles as well as a $75 rebate on a Beretta A300 Ultima and a $150 rebate on the Beretta A400. Also, the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Super Mag 3.5 and Mossy Oak Bottomland is on sale at Maxbury Wings for just $849.99. And if you're in the market for a handgun, Max carries a huge selection of all calibers, like right now the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic is just $249.99 after rebate so check out their entire gun selection and the huge ammo sale that is going on either at the store in Stuttgart or you can check them out online at maxpw.com that's m-a-c-k-s-p-w.com it's max prairie wings the hunt begins here we're gonna have chris gordy of sports talk 790 out of houston joining us here in about 15 minutes we'll talk a little nfl and college football with him and uh I, i i don't know how you guys feel about it but the transfer portal has really opened up a time where it used to be so slow between regular season and bowl season in college football. And then, like, I, I just forgot about until this morning. Someone reminded me. You know, signing day is on Wednesday. Early signing period, which I think you shouldn't call it that. It's just signing period. For high school, is Wednesday. And then on top of the transfer portal, and on top of getting ready for bowl games, or, like, it's just... Since the regular season ended, the amount of chaos and craziness that goes on in college football that used to be so boring is incredible right now. Uh, you know, bad for the f- historical fabric of the of the game, but great
3: for content. Yes. You know, that's the, <laughs> that's what it's turned into. It's oh man, if you care about traditional college football and, you know, how it was how it was seen and and, and celebrated, well, not a good time, but as far as hey, Man, this is great content and exciting and seeing what's happening. And, look, you're even getting some fun stuff, too. You know, like there was a Florida recruit that just flipped to Texas, by the way, just now. So 2024 safety, Xavier, Phil, Phil aim. Sounds great sure. to me. Um, but you get stuff like that still.
1: Oh, you yeah. Know? yeah.
3: So it, it, it is fun in, in terms of, you know, creating content and, and, and getting excited because, look, everybody can, can – buy into hope right mm-hmm. and if there's if you can we typically sell hope in the spring and then in the summer but if you're selling hope late fall or early winter after a bad season you can sell hope
2: it's a pretty good time oh yeah yeah and it can change on a dime for you know we, we talk a little bit about it but simply something as simple as hiring bobby petrino turned everybody from doom i doom and gloom yeah just yeah. didn't want to know what to do to bam here it is bobby Petrino's back oh you know what? Nine wins ain't out of the question next year. I you know, like, that's where seen, people got to.
3: I haven't seen it. I mean, like, sorry, I haven't heard in person a negative reaction to it yet.
2: Nope. Not one. Nope. And, and if someone says it, they're not going to say it publicly because it's almost like they'll know that they'll <laughs> get a bunch of people coming after them. <laughs> Don't beat that guy. Right, right. It's yeah. like I was talking to uh, Blake Eddins uh, at, the, at the game on Saturday for Razorback basketball, and we were, we were just talking about everything, and we started going in about Petrino, and we were just laughing because it's like that Duke game. You know, it was when essentially the hire was made official. And how many times do you see a game like that where, you know, Duke at home doesn't exist. It just doesn't happen. Everyone's fired up and going crazy. But then the front row of the student section has Bobby painted across their chest. They had multiple chants of Bobby coming out during the game. And even when they won and rushed the court, they're standing on the court and another Bobby chant breaks out and Basketball for the offensive coordinator. Like, that just does not happen and it doesn't exist, but it shows the excitement level that everybody has to have him. I don't even think it exists in
3: any other um, college football program.
2: I can't think of another
3: college football program. And historically, here in Arkansas, obviously, the most Popular person just in terms of popularity, mm-hmm. not good or bad, just people know who you are right has always traditionally been the head football coach for the Razorbacks. I think Nolan probably took that mantle for sure in the mid mid nineties you know, I think he held it for a while percent but traditionally it's it's been the head football coach <laughs> well now it's the offensive coordinator <laughs> yes, which i don't know i don't again. know if that's, i don't think that's ever happened, and i don't know if that's happened in any other coaching program or any other football program in the nation. I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, an OC that came in that was so dynamic or so renowned that it kind of superseded the head coach. But obviously we have a kind of a, a micro view here in Arkansas, but it, it just seems it's such an anomaly compared to the rest of the college football world.
2: But I also think because of the, you don't see highly successful head coaches in college football, like Petrino was, like say what you want about him, but dude was highly successful everywhere he went. Had he, some good years, had some bad, but he had some you know some down years. But he did flame out twice at Louisville, right? And, well, uh, and, and well, the Louisville Arcan- he left too to go to Atlanta. He left a team that there was Louisville. Sorry, then. sorry. He he flamed out once in Louisville, I right? Yes, 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 yes. He did 100. Yes. percent But at Arkansas, he had it rolling. You know, Louisville the first time he had it rolling, and Missouri State. You know, I mean, they they were a quality program for. All intents and purposes, he
3: he definitely turned them around. I'll yeah. tell you, there was a massive disappointment his last year there. Yeah, they were a preseason top ten team. Um, look, almost beat Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, well, we remember but, that. But they did not finish well. I will give them uh, some benefit of the doubt. They play in the SEC of the FCS. Yeah. in the Missouri Valley Football Conference. So he was in the the juggernaut conference. Right. So it's very hard to win in it. I'll right. give him that.
2: Yeah. But the point is, is like you don't see any other coaches that were that level of success. Revert back to being a coordinator at another school. Like, you just don't see that. They either just ride out to the, you know, to the horizon and then go and be on, have a job on television broadcasting, being an yeah, analyst. Most, most of them actually,
3: yeah, I'm trying yeah. to
2: think if they go to TV. Yeah. Like, the only other one, and then like, maybe. Yeah, we know Bobby's not going my to God, TV. Jeez, my goodness. Like, yeah, nobody would ever want that. <laughs> uh, but it's it's like you had like maybe Gene Chizik, which he, I don't even say he's highly successful. I did win a national championship, but he went to become a coordinator again at North Carolina. So he did TV stint in between. Though. He did, yeah, he did. Yeah. So it's like that is also a pretty rare thing of not only you know the Petrino angle and the fact that he's coming back to Arkansas, but just seeing highly successful head football coaches in college football. He's been a head football coach for 20 straight years, essentially, to revert to being fine being a coordinator. Well, he was fine place.
3: before Arkansas being a coordinator, though. Right, at Texas he, A&M, and twice, yeah. not and, and UNLV. and LV. Oh yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> he so always forget he was, about that part. I, I'm not saying he coached it, but he was okay with it. He yes, he had yes. said, "Hey, look, I'll I'll go be a coordinator." And wow, think about it. He's technically a three coordinator jobs in
2: two years. That's hard to do. Yeah, like everyone taught him the the job jumper. So I guess some things never change. We'll see, we'll see if he. Uh. Uh, you know, it makes that average out a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone can justify the reasons of leaving those other spots. Definitely. Money. Definitely. Firing a coach and hopefully hey, it works out for him. Coming what is home? Yeah. do we home. call it that? I'm home. calling it that. He did. That's okay. what he said. All right. So we're calling it that. We got a third hour of Out of Bounds and Chris Gordy joining us next. Stay with us.
6: College
0: sports and Parker Cadillac. That's a winning combination. I'm Rachel Parker Harding with Parker Cadillac. Make a grand entrance on game day in a 2024 Cadillac XT4 or XT5. Or load up your family and friends in the third row, XT6. Tops in quality and reliability among mid-size premium SUVs. With eye-catching sport trim packages available. Shop now for exceptional savings. Visit Parker.